This is episode 48, Getting Clear During Times of Uncertainty with L. Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Hello and welcome back to the show, everybody. Thank you for listening. Or I guess I should have said hola in the beginning because I'm coming to you from Colombia, Cartagena to be exact. And I apologize in advance for any interesting background noise you may hear. I did my best to be in a quiet spot, but I am in a foreign country, so you just never know. So this was a truly unexpected trip. I didn't know I was going to be here three weeks ago. One of my dear friends invited me and I thought, no, I've got too much to do and I can't go and blah, blah, blah. And I noticed myself making all of these limiting excuses. And then I thought, actually, why don't I come up with the reasons I can go rather than fight for the excuses for why I can't? And it was really magical how it all came together. I introduced the friend that invited me to one of my dear friends. They really hit it off. She ended up getting invited. I introduced her to another one of my friends. She ended up getting invited. So I'm here with three of my besties in this beautiful country for a week, being able to play and relax and also do some work and connect with all of you. It truly is just such a magical experience. You know, I talk a lot on this show about expectation hangovers, the disappointments or curveballs that teach us and grow us. But what's also super important to acknowledge is all the unexpected surprises that delight us and support us in magical ways. Kind of like this trip for me right now. Like I said, I had no idea I'd be coming with three of my closest girlfriends. It feels so amazing for me because I usually travel alone for work a lot. So to travel with soul sisters is just incredible. That's why it's so important not to plan every little thing in your life, to make space in your life rather than distracting yourself with being so busy. And most importantly, to make more time for soul food rather than making up excuses and reasons for why you do not have the connection or the experiences you long for. In order to be in this place of space and possibility, we have to come into right relationship with uncertainty. What do I mean by right relationship? Well, first, realizing that we really don't have total control. Nothing is ever 100% certain. Anything can happen. Second, during times of transition, really honoring that we're in a season of change in our life and that it's natural to feel unsettled and have a lot of unknowns. Third, not source our sense of feeling safe with being certain of everything. And finally, knowing that we are always supported and being guided by the universe, even when, especially when, we feel most lost. Uncertainty invites the beautiful quality of surrender and being a seeker and asking, what is here for me to learn? Instead of, how can I control this? Which brings me to today's call with Elle, who's in the middle of a huge life transition and is clinging to some kind of clarity so she can feel a sense of security. So as you're listening to this coaching call with her, consider, are you in a transition time or feeling uncertain about things? Are you grasping for control, safety, security, certainty? Do you project your security onto another person, job, or something else outside of you? Do you ever feel alone? Would you like to feel more connected to and supported by the universe? 
And be sure to listen to my breakdown after the call, because I also share something super magical about something that happened to Elle after our talk. And before we dive in, I have some super cool news. Audible is gifting the over and on with a community with a free audiobook download and a 30-day trial. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player, including Expectation Hangover. So go to audibletrial.com slash over it and on with it. And we'll make sure to link that up in the show notes as well. And now on to my session with Elle. L calling us from Texas today, my home state. Welcome to the show. What's your question? Hi. So I am in the middle of a huge life transition right now, and I've been in the military for about six years now, and I'm getting out in six months. So it's been everything I've known since I was 19. I'm 25 mm. right now. And I joined when I was married, and now I'm transitioning out single. So I'm transitioning to this new life single and I don't know how to do either really as at this age. And I'm kind of scared of just starting all over. I was wondering if you had any advice. Mm, That is a lot of change in a short amount of time and leaving two big institutions. So the military and, and marriage. Um, did you get divorced or did you lose your husband? What happened? No, I, I got divorced. Um, I got married at 19. So Very, very young. We were too early for each other. So we just kind of went our separate ways. It was amicable, no kids. So it's just just me. Okay. So Elle, what what scares you most about this transition and about going out into the quote unquote real world as a single person? So I guess the parallel between both changes in my life is the security. You know, like the military is a built-in family. Having a husband is a built-in friendship and not really having both and trying to make both from scratch right now. It's, I I don't even know if it's the right thing to do to get out of the military right now and pursue this business that I want to get into. But tell me a little bit about that. Tell me about your reasons for leaving the military and what the business is. The business, I want to open up my own yoga studio in Colorado, which is actually my home state. And the military is, it's very institutional. It's very, rigid it's very organized and you know on the other side it's the polar opposite I have to kind of make my own way with everything in life and you know wake up on my time whenever I feel like it's appropriate and it's just it's such a complete change from everything I'm used to and I I don't I don't know if it's me if I'll vibe well and if I fail I don't know who to turn to or the military has like built-in fail safes and you know there's always there someone that like holds your hand no matter what happens right well all of those things seem like facts to you, but they're just beliefs. Mm-hmm. Huh. So, so much fear isn't real. You know, you've been in the military, you know what real physiological fear can look like. Absolutely. Yeah. But a lot of the fear we suffer from is psychological fear, which is basically taking a what if statement and following it by something we don't want, something negative. So what if I move to Colorado and it doesn't work? Or what if I can't motivate myself every day? Or what if leaving this institution and the security like sends me into a tizzy or whatever it is? So you're thinking about your future and you're using your mind to visualize in a way that's creating fear. So that's that's the first thing. We don't know that anything you said was just true. We also don't know that if something happened in the military that – 
that you would feel like your hand is held. You know, it, anything could happen in your life. And I'm not saying that it wouldn't. I have mad respect for the military, but I'm just pointing yeah. out to you that what you're dealing with is belief systems. Yeah. Now, that said, I totally understand and respect that going from security and certainty into the unknown is scary. When I got divorced, I was terrified. I wasn't sure yeah. how I was going to financially support myself. I, you know, was divorced at just about 32 years old and my whole life I had been with someone. So like going into the world of dating apps and dating at that age, I was just like, what? I, I was so like, it was yeah. so, so scary. But what yeah. I realized is that life isn't about certainty, that control is an illusion. And sometimes when we play it safe and we choose things where there's structure and safety and security, we don't necessarily grow into our full potential. It's sort of like looking at an animal in a zoo versus an animal in its natural habitat that runs free. Yeah. One is, you know, it's safe, it's secure, it has the food it's, it needs. But you yeah. can tell when you look at them, they're not like living into their full potential. They're not hunting, they're not free, but it's safe. So, true. so let's, let's go to, let me, let me zigzag a little bit with you. Mm -hmm. Um, when you were a little girl, what did you dream about? What did you, I don't mean when you went to sleep, but like, what were your dreams when you yeah. were a little girl? So I always wanted to be like my mom. So I'm an immigrant. We came from overseas. So my mom doing her own thing. And I, I just noticed this, but she's an entrepreneur and I never really like made the connection, but I guess I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I wanted to have something that had my name on it that made it in life, you know? So a businesswoman. Yeah. Why did you choose the military? Security. And what made you want security? What happened in your life that made you crave security? So my husband at the time found his way out of the military because of just actions that he'd taken. So at that point I was in college and I kind of had to put a pause on my education so that, you know, I could quote, be there for my husband. And he pretty much, you know, he had the military background and said, you know, you'd be good at it. You know, you're physically fit, you're inclined. So why don't you give the military a shot? And I mean, my home state, we're big on the air force. So I was like, you know, why don't, why don't I do it? So I did it and it was, it was an easy A more or less. And I guess it just was something I knew I could succeed at. It, there were no, there were very little uncertainties. I could map out my path to success. And if I didn't map it out myself, the Air Force already had like a plan mapped out for me. So it, it was easy, guaranteed success. And what was so scary to you about uncertainty? There's no one there to hold my hand or, or I don't, I don't know. I guess also I just got out of a breakup too a couple months ago. I got involved with someone that I thought it was, it was going to be a lot more serious than I'd expected. And so I guess that just rattled me so much. And, you know, I was so sure about this a year ago. And now it's just, if I do fail, who's going to help me? <laughs> well, the answer is you. And people show up. So let me kind of go back and ask you some more questions here. So you really looked up to your mom in terms of being yeah. an entrepreneur and being a businesswoman. What was her relationship like with your dad? Horrible. It didn't exist. My dad wasn't really in our life. Okay. And what was that like for you? Confusing. He wasn't 
mean or anything. Actually, he called us about once a week and he lived overseas. So, I mean, he was nice, but he wasn't what a father was. So that was really conflicting for me. I didn't know like how he could say like he loved me at the end of the day, but not really want to be in my life. And how do you think that plays into your current concerns and the choices that you've made? I guess I want that security. I've never really felt like I've never had, but at the cost of something I really do want and the fear of making it. Right. So growing up, we, we learn not only through what we are taught and told, but what we see. And one of the things that you saw was a woman trying to make it on her own, being an entrepreneur, trying to provide for her family, which I'm sure you observed was stressful for her at times and not having a relationship, not having any security. And so there's, there's conflicting opinions here inside of you. There's, wow, I really want to be like that to be an entrepreneur and do something I love, but I don't want to like be abandoned and not have a man and not have security and have all that stress. So it's like this conflict inside between what you, what you want, but what you're petrified of. So I can completely understand and appreciate why getting married so young was appealing, why going into the military was appealing. But here's the thing. It doesn't matter who you marry or what job you have. None of those things are going to heal the wound that you have around your father. It's not about security. It's about not having a dad. And the good news is you can do that. You can work on that. You can heal that so that this longing for security is not such a psychological need for you. Because here's the thing, our ego goes into survival mode and we're not in survival mode anymore in terms of, you know, we know where we're going to eat and sleep and all those things. We're not fighting for our life anymore, you know, on a day-to-day basis, but our brain is still wired for survival. And so often how we think we keep ourselves kind of alive and survive is through safety and security. And so there's a big part of you that thinks as long as I'm secure, as long as I have certainty, I'm okay. Because growing up, that in and out of the dad and seeing mom's stress and all of that created a lot of anxiety in you. And since Mm -hmm. you didn't have the tools to deal with that, you went and found other ways that you thought you could get that security and also get that love. Because- Now, this isn't about blaming parents. Your parents do the best they can. Nothing, no one gets a manual when they have a baby and your dad was on his, his own path. But as a, as a woman, you missed, you didn't have a male role model, um, that created that place of, of safety and security and enabled you to find that within yourself. Because the thing with parenting is when We have healthier parents who are there and who are present. They create a place of safety and security in the home so that that's inherent in us and that basic need is met. So then we can go out and and feel safe to explore and safe to take risks and safe to discover who we are. When that basic need is not met, then the rest of our life, we look for that security. 
So it's like you missed out on a developmental phase. Does that make sense? Yeah. So have you ever had any therapy or done any work regarding, you know, a a lot of things, but specifically having an absentee father? Um, I guess I've always just kind of, no, not, not directly. No, I've always just dealt with the symptoms you could say, you know, dating emotionally unavailable men, which makes perfect sense because that's exactly what my dad was. Exactly. Whatever love we didn't get as a child that we wanted the most from whoever that person was, we will go out and try to play out in our adult life until we heal the core issue. Hmm. Makes perfect sense. Wow. So that's really, it's hard. It's like you're kind of in a car with a completely muddy windshield asking me, Christine, like, where do I go? Tell me where to drive. And I'm like, I could give you all the directions in the world, but until you clear off the windshield, you're not going to be able to see clearly. And until you kind of heal this abandonment, absentee masculine figure thinking that security is the answer to all your problems, that you're not going to be able to kind of really know what it is you truly want. And and you may continue to make decisions that play out safety and security. So I really want to acknowledge you, Elle, that that you are divorced and that you are considering getting out of the mm-hmm. military. I think the military is a wonderful yeah. thing, but I'd rather, ch- rather you choose it because it inspires you and it's where you want to be versus it's safe and it's easy and everything's planned out and people are there to hold my hand. Yeah, no, you're right. And I actually just, for some reason, w- bumped into a therapist that's actually a friend of mine and he just said, you know, I feel like, it makes sense for us to kind of have a chat. And I did, and I didn't know what to talk about, but just kind of just landed in my lap. So kind of just landed in your lap, huh? (laughs) (laughs) In so many ways. Yeah. And now you're talking to me. Yeah. Crazy world. Thank you so much. Yeah. it's, It's a crazy world, but it's also a divinely guided world. Absolutely. So here, and here's the, the final thing I'll say. So, our, our human fathers do the best they can, but we also have the divine father. You know, whatever, yeah. I, when I think about spirit, when I think of higher power, I feel into the, the divine masculine and the divine feminine. Yeah, There's both. And so this is also an opportunity for you to lean into that and, and to know, Elle, that that external safety and security is just an illusion. I really learned Mm -hmm. in my divorce that I projected my financial security onto men. You know, I had a great dad. He was around. He was wonderful, loving. He provided. And, but in that, I also thought that my financial okayness sort of came from a man. So I didn't Mm -hmm. have that fear. You know, I didn't have the same kind of fear because he was there. But I also thought that, you know, once I had a husband, I'd be taken care of. Yeah. And in my divorce, I really learned that, wow, my true safety and security comes from inside of me. It comes from my relationship with spirit. It's not based on external things. And it shifted my relationship with money. It shifted my relationship with work and it shifted my relationship with men. So this is an inside job for you right now and an opportunity to let go of any belief systems that think your security comes from something outside of you. Yep, I can do that. Yes, you can. It's a great place. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And I know where to start now. 
Okay, so first, I promised to share something magical. About a week ago, when I knew this was going to be the episode for the upcoming week, I got an email from Elle sharing that I came to her in a dream and reminded her of something that reassured her and helped her with the current situation that had to do with really going out on her own and dealing with some of the issues we talked about. And to me, that's just one of the many magical ways the universe is always supporting us, always reminding us, always comforting us and reassuring us that we're on the quote unquote right track. We're on our soul path. Sometimes we just have to stop and go within and look for the magic all around us. And the more we try to control and grip to those external things for security, safety, and certainty, the more we miss out on the magic. All right. So let's talk about this session a bit. It's yet another example of how usually there's a deeper issue underneath every question. Elle really didn't call me for clarity about whether or not to leave the military, but rather to have a deeper issue that her soul is so longing for her to clear be brought forward. I'm reminded of a metaphor someone once shared with me about what doing the work of a light worker is like. We walk into the dark caves of people's lives with them and turn on the light so they can see the writing on the wall. It's not our job to write it for them or tell them what to do, but rather illuminate the blind spots with love and compassion. As I began to illuminate things for Elle, really shine the light on those dark places, she began to connect the dots all on her own and came to some of her own conclusions. I also deeply acknowledge how open she was to drop the attachment to figuring things out and commit to healing old hurts and updating outdated belief systems. People often stay stuck on the current problem or question they are attempting to figure out or fix rather than really ask the deeper question and dive into those issues that are underneath the surface question. Because we can't get to those answers, that clarity we're seeking for until we clear the issues they're riding on. Because those unresolved issues, those outdated belief systems, those old hurts drive us. From my point of view, and I'm sure you picked up on this too, Elle was really in a tug of war between that yearning for freedom and that yearning for security. On one side, she had the longing to be like her mom, who was this entrepreneur, and she had dreams of opening that yoga studio so she could feel free. But on the other hand, she was still battling the fears around abandonment and craving consistency and safety. So she was wanting the structure of a military or relationship or anything that would make her feel safe. And that's how it is for all of us. We bounce between kind of these two polarities, wanting to feel really free, but wanting to feel really safe. And we think that something outside of us is going to make us feel those things. But again, it's an inside job. So as she works on feeling free inside, as she liberates herself from her own fears and starts to connect to that safety and security that resides within then she won't have this ping pong between wanting to be free and wanting to feel safe. She'll be able to come from a clear place and experience both freedom and safety inside. Personally, this is something I've worked a lot on. Freedom is my number one core value. I've shared that before, but I also really like consistency. You know, I'm a Virgo. I like discipline and structure and all of those things. And I've learned that finding that freedom on the inside and creating that sense of security with my higher power, that's how those two coexist without bouncing between the two polarities. 
I also want to illuminate a few more of the things I shared with Elle for you. First, we talked about fear. Most of our fear is psychological. It's not physiological. It's really not protecting us. We needed fear and we still need fear to alert us when to run or when to react, to ignite that fight or flight that will save us when we're in physical danger. But since most of us aren't in physical danger on a daily basis, most of the fear is created with our mind. And we do that by following a what if statement with something negative, something undesirable. This is also how worry and anxiety is created. So I encourage you, I strongly encourage you, when thinking about your future, when using a what if and making up what goes after it, make it good. Stop making assumptions based on outdated belief systems. Please, if you're going to take a trip to the future, go to a desirable destination. Second, I want to talk about playing it safe. Truly, we cannot live into our full potential when we're playing it safe all the time. I'm not the first one to say that change does not happen in our comfort zone. And sometimes that risk is just asking for help, going to a coach or a therapist or some kind of guide and going into that cave and allowing someone to turn on the lantern, to shine some light on those dark, scary places you perhaps have been trying to avoid. Also, I really want to support you in busting through the limiting belief that no one is or will be there for you if you make a change or take a leap of faith. A lot of times we ask, well, who's going to be there for me if I take this risk or what are people going to think? And we're only considering the people we already know. But there are so many angels and new soul friends and new guides that start to come in when we take those steps out of our comfort zone, when we take those risks because it changes our vibration and often changes our consciousness. So the people will show up. Even in the call with Elle, she said, for some reason I bumped into that friend of mine who's a therapist and he said we should talk. That's a perfect example. And I also want to remind you that our human fathers and mothers did the best they could. Not all of us can grow up with a feeling of safety. I'm very blessed to be someone who did grow up with that feeling of safety, which is so much why part of my passion and deepest intention is to help as many people as I can feel loved and safe, not only by me, but to empower people to create that within. I want to share something with you that I recently shared with my parents that I think will be helpful to you parents out there in terms of what you can provide for your kids. I definitely have taken risks in my life. I definitely have walked out on that tightrope. But I've always known I had a safety net. As a kid, I knew it was there with my parents. Now I know it's there with my soul family and my parents are part of that. So that if I do fall off the tightrope, even though that's not what I want to do, I don't want to fall. I want to make it to the other side. I do know that if I fall, I have that safety net. And a lot of people are so scared to get out on that tightrope because they didn't have that safety net. But you can create it both internally with yourself and your relationship with your higher power and the soul family you create in your life. Just because you didn't have it growing up doesn't mean there can't be one now. There are people in your life that will catch you if you fall. You just have to believe they're out there and ask them for help. It's hard for people to catch you if they don't know you're falling. All right, so let's wrap it up with some assignments for you. First of all, I want you to look at your relationship with uncertainty. If it paralyzes you with fear, it may be time to get into right relationship with uncertainty. 
So maybe go back and listen to how I outlined how to get in right relationship with uncertainty and really make that part of your intention to work with. Second, follow those what if statements with something good. Make future tripping a desirable destination. Third, have a light worker that you work with. Have at least one person who will walk into that cave with you and shine the light. And finally, forgive your parents. This is a constant reminder really to forgive anyone who is hurting you because holding on to that anger, hurt, and resentment is only keeping you stuck. And remember, life is full of uncertainty, but some of that uncertainty is full of magic, delightful surprises, and loving people who will catch you when you fall. And remember, the divine always has your back. Much love and many blessings. Thank you for listening to Over It Non With It. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at christinehasler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe on iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehasler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings.